0: On this episode of Industry Relations, Rob and I beat a dead horse with a new stick. Let's go. This is Industry Relations, a podcast that's at the intersection of real estate and technology from an insider's perspective with Rob Hahn and Greg Robertson.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Industry Relations with Rob and Greg. This is obviously your co-host, the notorious Rob Hahn. And with me as always, the fabulous, Greg Fab Robertson. Oh, are we doing point fingers now? I, I, <laughs> you move over to jazz You're you're mixing things up, Greg. Well, uh, hola, Rob,
0: good to see you, man. Um, here we are hola, again. Good
1: to see you. Today's hot day for those watching this on video. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's and what what is is that? Yeah. SM? Is that like S M? So club I have yeah, you exactly. To, so, uh, uh, I get yeah.
0: questions on this, so I'll <laughs> kind of describe. So this is a. Uh, uh, a YouTuber, maybe you've heard of Casey Neistat. Um, He has a brother named Van Neistat. He's a YouTuber and he does these kind of little short films. Um, And uh, it's an interesting site. So if you want to go to YouTube and look for spirited man, um, and that's just a little swag from that site. Um, Somebody else asked me like on this side, that's kind of a reproduction of a, uh, a poster for John Coltrane playing with Miles Davis at a jazz club. And then on over yeah. this side, uh, if ever, you, you know, this speech is somewhat famous where Steve jobs did a presentation to Stanford, a commencement. And he talked okay. about the uh, whole earth catalog and, and he remembers that in the the back of the whole earth catalog, there was a picture of a road and uh, just this the, and a kind of a, okay. that eclipse thing on the top there. And uh, the saying was, uh, I think it's uh Stay hungry, stay foolish. So I actually found the, that that okay. whole Earth catalog on eBay, and I took the back page off and I, I framed it. And it, that's oh, what nice. that is back there. So a little bit of oh,
1: a little nice. bit of descript-
0: I do get asked that, so that's actually it's a good thing you ask because people go, "What the hell's behind you?" Right? So nice. yeah.
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. All right, uh, I have nothing that cool uh, <laughs> behind me other than Stephen King book and. Uh... <laughs> Anyway, all right. So uh, I think just a quick little update uh-huh. from our last week's conversation, which I think was well-received because oh, yeah, people love right. it when mommy yeah, and Yeah, that's daddy what I put fight. on Twitter.
0: That's <laughs> what I put on Twitter. I said, mommy and daddy are fighting again. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, as I think we expected, the Fed race raised rates I don't by know if we bets. expected that. I but expected they were- that. We did. No, 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 no. You expect a 75 basis point hike. I I, I thought it
0: was before the bank crisis, but I I thought that it it would go down because now.
1: No, you went with 50. I mean, 25, 25, 25, 25. 25. I think 25.
0: Roll tape. Roll tape. Roll
1: tape. So we both expected 25 bips. The bet still is about April meeting. And I'm feeling pretty good because, dude, Paul was sounding very, very dovish.
0: No you man, know, how do you feel it? Definitely, it's going up another twenty five basis points at least. Yeah, and, another twenty five. Uh, if right. he was dovish, he wouldn't have done it now. If there was any time to pause or pivot, it would have been this time, right? But, but, well, you know, we'll no. see.
1: No, but we'll and, see. And, and then I so, a little anyway, bit more so follow up. A lot back. of people
0: reached out to me also saying that yeah. um, anybody can open up an account at. Silicon Valley Bank, not just entrepreneurs or or private equity people, but it, it's a regular bank. People can just open up an account there, and also that you know the way that this this uh, you know those banks that you talked about that were closed, the depositors were still made whole, right? So, so yeah, that's okay.
1: what a bank, bailout but I mean, is even the smaller the ones, you were saying. Whole.
0: We were forgetting about those guys, and only the big guys get the thing. But you know, in the in the cases of even the smaller banks, the depositors were still made whole, right? So this is not up to the of FDIC course, yeah, of limit. Course.
1: Yeah, Silicon Valley Bank was made whole over and above, right? The but FDIC the way that I think limit.
0: it it made you it made it sound for you guys was that in these smaller banks that don't have a lot of those upper limit guys, those
1: guys were not made whole, but they were, yeah. Okay. That's right. No, but that's what I'm saying. They were not. Well, <laughs> that's clear. Yeah, like, again. FDIC yeah, limit exists, mean- right? And look, so in light of that, hold on. There's a, there's a very big YouTube video going around. And I think I wrote a post in linking it. So go to Notorious Rob, you can look for it. It's public. Um, where the senator from Oklahoma is questioning, right? The treasurer, Janet Yellen, the treasury secretary saying, so, hey, does this mean now that all banks, including my small banks in Oklahoma, get the SVB treatment and she says no. So that's what we're talking about. Of course, if you're a small depositor under the FDIC limit, you're covered no matter where you are, small bank, big bank, whatever. The issue is if you're above that 250000 so let's just bring it to our industry. Let's say you're a brokerage and you have a $1 million mm-hmm. sitting there in your checking account. If you have it with... Oklahoma home savings or loans, you're fucked. Seven hundred fifty thousand of it is not covered. If you are with Silicon Valley Bank, apparently, right. I you think are that, covered. No, you know I mean? it's, okay, it's I get that. that. I
0: think the way that it, exactly. you, it made it sound, you were making it sound, is that you know, in these other, nobody got, nobody got bailed out, right? So, yeah, okay, all oh, right, no, that's no. fine.
1: No, anyway, anyway, I'm just looking right. for. I'm thinking. Uh, so we shall revisit this in Vegas in I in mean, I'm just
0: trying to uh i'm gonna say i remember i would i'd be Cleaver. Cleaver. Okay. Okay, well,
1: you said the name i'm just or right or uh god what's the name of the place that uh stephanie took us to that one time um okay anyway, well, i'll remember it yeah i'll remember i'll, I'll reach
0: out to stephanie when it's my time it's to uh to collect <laughs>
1: Happy to happy to have you collect, but I think I'm going to be eating on your your dime uh, on this one. Anyway, so we'll use that. Uh, my understanding is uh, yes. you've been traveling. You went to a, a yes, yet another event. So I um, so, tell, tell so I was that. up
0: in. Uh, I I'd actually um, uh, was looking forward to this. I'd been uh, um, went to the last two events. It was a uh, thousand watt puts an event on called Turn On, and actually I think it was either the first or the second event. Um, we were part of the event. Dan and I were, were interviewed and talked about our journey Mm -hmm. as far as bootstrapping a software company and, uh, really enjoyed that experience. And, um, uh, really big fans of what thousand watt does for the industry. They're kind of a, you know, an ad agency slash design firm for some of the, you know, some of the brokerages that everybody knows about. And they also work with other vendors on identity and, and marketing and things. And, um, they just, it's it's like an unconference in a way. They just kind of look at things from a, a view askew, so to speak, right? So you don't get your kind of typical speakers that you would get there. Um, and I just, I really enjoyed it. It was just, you know, there was actually a few, a lot of MLS mm-hmm. peeps over there. So um, I got to see uh, Shelly and Danae and and Dave Howe and uh, David Sharon, uh, Brian yep. Donald. I mean, a lot of people from the industry were there. So that was cool. And, uh, you know, just to give you k- kind of some examples of the content uh, that was, and again, it's like, it's real estate, but it's coming from a different angle. Um, and then Brian gave some presentations on some of the research they've been doing. And I, I wanted to, uh, I'll tell you about what they found. And I thought, I want to get your your opinion. But um, like the first All right. gal that came cool. up was, um, first woman that came up um, was a professor of like biology or some, some sort of degree on that. And she wanted to talk about, housing in the animal kingdom. Right. And the first thing that she talked about was like a snail, right. Who kind of grows their own and carries their house with them. Right. And you're like thinking like, okay, again, this is like, it's, it's kind of rewiring your brain a little bit. It's just, uh, you're changing your perspective of things. And then talked about, you know, hermit crab who's basically got to go find uh, a shelter. Right. And then, and then figure out if Mm -hmm. that fits Mm -hmm. their needs. And then carries that around right Mm -hmm. and uh it serves to protect and right and and all those kind of things and and then and then talking about like uh you know maybe like uh like the coral reef is really a you know a multi-family complex right of of organisms that live on on that and it's just it's like you know i don't know if this is useful if it's it's whatever but it's like it's just another way of thinking about things. And that's kind of, I think think—we're almost the best example of the type of content um, that that they did there. Um, another thing that was fascinating was like, mm-hmm. you know, you would think like, you know, we're in Portland, Oregon, you know, and it's a, kind of a liberal town for sure, right? Um, <laughs> you think? And, um, <laughs> but they... <laughs> was Antifa a speaker? No, at, no. Uh, I'll, I'll, you or? know who was a speaker though? <laughs> a, a Brigadier, I'm not even, I don't know if I'm... Really pronouncing that a brigadier general of the brigadier, brigadier general brigadier. of the army gave a, gave a presentation. And. Okay. Uh,
1: uh, On what? Again, this On is housing?
0: fascinating. Right. It's, it's just talking about the challenges the army is having with recruiting. Right. You know, if you're from a broker's perspective or, oh, sure. or culturally and, you know, and how hard it is to get young people interested anymore and because of either you know, um, changing attitudes, um, all sorts of things. Um, but she was basically in charge of all the yeah. RO2C yeah. programs in the United, the United States, right? So yeah, 1,600 yeah, yeah. cadets yeah. Yeah. in that thing. And, and just talking about like, yeah. you know, the different attitudes that they have. And that kind of really, again, not exactly oh, yeah. correlated to real estate, but like they're just talking about industries that are having their own challenges as as things progress.
1: But, uh, but that that's, I mean- So we're talking about an entire generation of soft, out of shape, video game surfing. That's part of it. That's definitely you know young people who don't want to go die in a foreign country in order to make bankers and pharmaceutical companies super wealthy. I mean, I I can't imagine why the army would have trouble recruiting.
0: (laughs) Right, but I mean, you know, you know, these are people that you know you wanted to kind of like you know. Uh, buy homes, right? I mean, and then also other challenges of like the military people face in moving every two years and what that's like and and how to kind of do that. Sure, so like sure. there's multiple things there, but again, full uniform up there giving a presentation.
1: Yeah, you
0: wouldn't really kind of expect, yeah. you know, that type of um, that type of uh, yeah, yeah, content. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm surprised that she was allowed into Portland. <laughs> yeah. Actually.
0: Yeah. Well, you know. She, she's probably well guarded
1: right so that was good
0: she, you know she could she could pack legally there so um yeah. um what what else good point uh you know there's you know an agent they brought in from uh, atlanta and i think some of her um property descriptions have gone viral um on some you know on facebook and stuff because oh, okay she she really did um she really does tell a story in all their listing, you know, just again, like you don't have to just write the, the boring, you know, listing descriptions, tell a story there. And some of her stuff has been like gone viral and, in, in different social media platforms and they brought her in yeah. and man, she did a great job and I'll have the names and everything in the show notes here, but, um, of, of talking about her journey cool. of like how she got into real estate. And then, you know, another person who was, you know, opening up a boutique and, and those challenges, um, Brian did some kind of talking about some of the research they've
1: done at thousand yeah. watt.
0: And yeah.
1: yeah, I want to hear about this. So, yeah, so part
0: of it was like, understanding, like, do P, do consumers care about compensation, right? I'm do, do they, do they, do they really, I mean, are mm-hmm. they really upset about they're paying too much and, and doing the research mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. that find out they don't, they don't, right? They look at it as a uh, convenience. Um, they want to, you know, the, the one thing they would, that, that they don't, you know, they don't want is like a, a bunch of people traipsing through their homes, which gives a little signal, like maybe the iBuyer model, there's something there if they can make it profitable. And I think both you and I agree on that. Um, but as far as mm-hmm. asking, do they think that their agent was paid too much or just about right or, you know, um, or too much? I mean, I was on like 70% of uh, just right or or, or, uh, uh, too little. Right. So, um, so that was right. like, you know, what they wanted was more, you know, frictionless. They just wanted to go, to go smoother, but they were willing to pay for that. And what was their attitudes about real estate mm-hmm. agents? And most people said that, you know, they were good people, right. And if they knew any real estate agents and most of them said yes, and they were good people. And mm-hmm. also, you know, Brian, I think had an extra grind with all these, uh, uh, real estate reality shows and like, you know, what they thought of that. And they they thought it was entertainment. Uh, they didn't really think that that either portrayed realtors yeah. as good or bad or anything. But then he did an exercise that was really interesting to me where, you know, if you t- he talked about, he started breaking things down. Let's say there's 330 million Americans, right? And then you break it down like, who are going to be homeowners, right? And then you break it down to like, okay, well, actually, you know, um, if you think about who are homeowners, typically 70% of those are couples. Okay. Then you, then mm-hmm. you start saying there's 1.5 million realtors. Right. And then you start to do the correlation, that Venn diagram of like, well, you, you, you know, some of the studies show like most people know, uh, know about 600 people in their lifetime. Well, between the cup, co- you know, the, yeah. the 70% of the buying population, they know at least 5.5 agents. Right. And that, so the, 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 the question that you posit is like, does the, amount, the number of agents matter? And it seems that mm-hmm. when they know more agents and they think highly or the, those, experience, those people are like, oh, Cheryl, she's good. You know, Robert, I like Robert. He's, you know, he sells sure. real estate or whatever. That gives sure. them more of a positive vibe about the industry and again, what the services are providing. So it was just interesting of, of taking that kind of data down into like saying, there are a lot of reasons why people are okay paying what they're paying right now. And a part of that is, is familiarity. Mm -hmm. And like, it's a, in a weird way, you know um, the number of realtors, and we've talked about this all the time. Does that matter? Does that give NAR more pull, right? Or, or whatever, but it does in a sense, it does matter in that consumer perception is, you know, they, they, they know a lot of realtors and they, they, they think of them as good people and not as, Use car salesmen or things like that. So, um, I thought that was kind of fascinating as well of, of, of bringing that to point. Right.
1: Okay. So based on that research, what, what conclusions do you draw from that?
0: Um, well, again, I, you know, I think I've been, we, we always talk about, I would never not hire a realtor just because I want, it's the biggest purchase of my house sure. of my home and, um, that I, sure. uh, I would want that. And it's also to me, a time saver and everything else there. Um, but, you know, we talked about, like you say, the Illuminati want the, the commission rate to be two and a half percent or whatever. And and that's yeah. that's what's driving a lot of this thing. But again, it doesn't seem to be based upon. Consumers, right? I mean, there are so sub- the, right. So yeah, the obvious conclu-
1: Hold on, Right. So the obvious conclusion that you draw from that research then is there should be absolutely no problem then with these lawsuits succeeding. There should be no problem with the DOJ or the FTC coming and saying, hey, hey guys, uh, no more commission sharing. Pay your own agents. There should be no impact, right? Because to your point, buyers, sellers, consumers like real estate agents. They think highly of them, you know, 5.5. They don't mind paying for the service. So there should be no problem then.
0: Well, we're going to see, right? I mean, I think it's all the devils in the details there. How is that going to be? Implemented right is a big is I think what 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 everybody's going to be focusing on. So
1: right. So the question then becomes this: Let's let's just assume that Brian's research is correct, right? Then why are we fighting it?
0: Great question.
1: Why is NAR fighting it? Well, it's not that they're fighting it so hard. Well, it's not we're fighting fighting
0: it. it. It, It's like I think that the measures of like a class action lawsuit and some of the things they're throwing out there that are going to be consequences of this is just crazy, right? So I think. They're going to try to, they know that that uh, they're believing this research is true as well. I mean, they think if they're, of course their members are providing value and this is kind of an, a nuisance. But at the same time, they've got to control as much as they can to kind of keep, they don't want to give everything away. So they got to fight for some some ground. I don't know what those specific things they want to, That well, I don't know what so, those hills they want to die on, but um, they just can't say roll over and say, yeah, right. you're right. We'll just let this happen. Of course not. They're not going to do that.
1: So let's, let's just say that uh, tomorrow, right, the entire NAR board comes together and says, hey, Greg, we're going to make you king of realtors, all things realtor, all things well, MLS. Well, that would be a very a, smart decision on their part. For a week. Okay, I think it would be two, <laughs> for a week. And then the lawyers, along with the DOJ, to come to you mm-hmm. with a settlement proposal. Yes. Because remember, when we talked about this, I said right. there's no settlement, right? Settlement proposal goes like this. Uh, you guys are facing something north of 500 billion dollars in damages we know you can't pay we know you'd be bankrupt so i'll tell you what we'll reduce it down to say a billion dollars right to be paid among five companies actually that is an amount that your you know that your you insurance company and your yeah. your insurance will cover okay in exchange you're going to completely drop all compensate cooperation compensation you're going to drop control over the mls no, nope. we go with that. Why not?
0: I don't think that you need to like completely drop those things. I think you can work. I think transparency and all
1: those I, things are up I, to thing. I'm not saying you can't. I, I'm saying wait, 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 hold on, hold on. I'm saying this is the settlement offer, right? In other words, you don't pay out the ass in, in damages, but you drop cooperation compensation. Every agent paid by their own client. No. Because if Brian's research is correct, then you should take that deal, right?
0: Again, I think, you know, th- those are kind of attitudes and things there. But as far as you're talking about, like, destroying the the fundamental structure of how, you know, we do business now. And I think there is a, you know, there there should be a desire, and I think it's smart to kind of keep as much of that structure as we can. I mean, again, I think we're imp-
1: I get it, man. I, I get it. In other words, you want to just win. I, I get that. I'm saying if you, it's there's no winning, it's a settlement offer. You financially, you're not going to be ruined, but in exchange, you give up cooperation compensation. So that commission rates will actually float to around two and a half percent because only the seller is paying the listing agent commission, and the buyer agent is being taken care of by the buyer. Well,
0: that's, that Ryan's doesn't mean that the total correct, com- and I'm, I'm that, not that saying it is it is it The isn't. total commission is down. Right. I mean, it's just it's just separated.
1: Right. But it doesn't. Yeah. It's completely separate. If Brian's research is correct, then the buyers should have no problem right. paying their agents. So you should take that. No, deal.
0: I mean, again, I think I would want to preserve some of the business practices we've had. Again, I, I'm open to discuss right. what we can do besides just blowing no, it up. I know, but,
1: um, I, I know. <laughs> I'm saying, but here's the discussion: you get to survive financially. You give that up. There's no, there's no, like, I want to, no, 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 that's, that's the offer. No. Do you take the offer? Okay. Then why not? Cause it's like, then you're saying Brian's research no, is it's not No, it's
0: not that at all. I mean, it's still, we still have a way, you know, you have brokerages, you have uh, franchisers, you
1: have a whole of, of your membership. I know, but, I know, but none of them are affected. None of them are affected if Brian's research is correct. And consumers are more than happy to pay their agents. Right. None of those companies are affected, right? So there's zero impact in the industry by giving up this cooperation compensation.
0: Right. Uh, again.
1: So the fact that you're saying, no, no, I don't want to give that up, six, what that says to me is that in your heart of hearts, in the back of your mind, in your gut, you feel like that research right. is actually so again, correct. That if this goes away, then actually we are going to see the commission. I, pool I just don't, really I don't, I don't think
0: that giving up all the value that an MLS provides just is 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 going to be a it's it's not going to affect anything. I think there's a
1: wait wait time out. Are you saying that all the value the MLS provides is cooperative no, compensation? You, uh, no, I no. No, provides no 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 no. You're saying that it, uh, the way I interpreting what you're
0: saying is that that you do the settlement and the MLS goes away.
1: No no, I'm saying. Cooperation, compensation goes in NAR. Well, no I mean cooperation.
0: I mean, I, if you're saying that they can no longer cooperate in an MLS, then I again, I don't. I think that's a non-starter.
1: Okay, so, but you just said cooperation. What's cooperation without, wait, hold on, what's, hold on, what, I said cooperation and compensation. What's cooperation without compensation?
0: Well, I I think, you know, again, we've been, we talked to this on other podcasts, there's more value than just, just, just compensation, right? So, but that means we have to. Just,
1: I'm saying, I'm trying to get you to answer the question. What is cooperation without compensation?
0: What's cooperate?
1: It means when a buyer agent says, hey, I want to see this house, you say, cool, let me schedule a showing. It means you negotiate in good faith. That would happen anyway. Right, right, right. Whether you had compens, so fine, just the compensation. You are no longer sharing commissions. Commission rates are not two and a half percent. Buyer agents, you get paid by the buyer. Okay. NAR doesn't make rules for the MLS. No, maybe maybe I would consider it.
0: What I was, what I thought you were saying is like you have to disband all these things that are. Okay. No, I mean, I might consider that. Sure, I might consider that.
1: And then to me, also again, I'm just trying to get back to. I don't question Brian's research. I haven't seen it. I'm sure they're. I'm sure they've actually done a really good job. But if that is true, then we as an industry should stop fighting this so much. Well, I think we're on.
0: fighting like
1: you know, right?
0: The billion dollar, six billion dollar, you know, those kind of correct. things. correct, right? And that's yeah, why I said set yeah. the
1: settlement that way, right? I say if the settlement were, hey, financially, we're gonna make it so where you, well, don't yeah, I guess. But you know you give all this as up. we've
0: talked about i think we we both think that there's somehow people are going to figure out how to get paid i think this is another kind of signal to me that there's life after all this right so um sure. you know but th- these these looming things of of these you know class actions or things are something you know that has to be dealt with and dealt with and you know we'll see how that 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 pans out but um i think this is you know again I might take that deal. Right. I mean, it, it, you know, now that you're framing it in the way that you're framing it, but, um, you know, yeah. I think it's, you know, it's in a sense, it's always, it's to me, another backup of what I've, I have been saying and believe that, you know, there's still, there's still life yeah. after this. This is not an extinction level event for, for the MLS or, or real estate. or are going to organize real estate.
1: One thing I am curious about, brian research i don't know if he mentioned it so i'll just ask you right we should get brian on to present the research and then we could talk about it but since we didn't we weren't smart enough to think of that ahead of time i'm just asking you right did he did he make any distinction between consumers who have worked with a realtor in the past and went through an experience versus those who had not i don't remember here's why i'm asking that question okay i think if you consumers don't They're not in the housing market, right? Like once every seven years, once every 10 years, something like that, right? The vast majority of first-time home buyers have never bought a home. Right. Right. Their interaction with the realtor is going to be more social, more, uh, you know, it's like, hey, I know, uh, I can't remember the name you mentioned, Joni, right? She's really great and she's like a really nice person and she's at my church. I know she sells real estate, right? So it's very positive in that sense, right? What I wonder about is people have actually been through a transaction, right? If they still have the same feelings.
0: Well, again, I mean there there is a you know a stat out there I think NAR put out a long time ago, and it's hard to attribute, but the stat is this: it's it's that you know over eighty percent of consumers, when when queried, said that they had a very positive experience with their realtor and use them again, but only twelve percent actually do, Mm -hmm. right? And and I attribute that to churn, right? And and of course, also
1: agents. I I attribute that to being polite.
0: Yeah, I well, I mean, again, if you if we're going to start going down like, okay, I'm just going to answer uh, studies and 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 surveys to be polite, then I mean, we got you know, then everything we talk about is just going to be whatever, right?
1: But, Correct. Correct. Which is why surveys are right. always. Right. Uh, and it, actually, uh, actually, uh, I'll uh, take that back. But he did
0: it. say something on this point, right? So, as he's going through this thing, um, and I love these kind of you know, it's very similar to every design process I've been through with software or anything else. Cause you pull that thread. So yeah. he's talking about like, okay, well, has your realtor now, now that you've, you've triggered my memory here, some of the stuff was like the question well, has, have you talked to your realtor in the last six months? No. Has they, have they reached out to you? No. Yep. Right. Um, what, you know, what would you think would be things that you would, uh, as asking again, these, these, these clients of the realtors, what would be what would you think would be helpful for you to that you maybe the realtor knows or something that might be helpful to you well you know mm-hmm. I'd like to know you know um, you know I need a painter here or I need a handyman maybe they could provide that for me uh, okay mm-hmm. what's another thing um, well we're thinking of doing some additions and and maybe some remodeling and yeah. I I probably they sell a lot of these houses what are the best where should I spend my money on that right. And then the last yeah, thing yeah, I think you can yeah. guess, and that's, you know, of course, like what, what is an updated um, value of my home? Right. We sold it a year ago, you know, whatever else. And that yeah. he's like, okay, those are three concrete things. So what thousand wanted, did, and I thought it was just brilliant. They wrote a quick email, some copy, right. Hey, haven't, you know, Hey, you know, uh, Connie, uh, haven't, yeah. haven't, you know, haven't yeah. spoke to a lot. Um, just wanted to reach out and, Listen, if you have any, you know, questions about, you know, if you need any help with finding a, a good handyman, a good painter, a good, you know, electrician, let me know. Number two, if you're thinking mm-hmm. of doing some remodeling, I, I I can share with you what I think is the best bang for your buck on the remodeling. And of course, yep. I'll, you know, reach out to me yep. and I'll give you an updated CMA. Thanks a lot, whatever. And just that yep. one yep. thing, yep. which they basically said, hey, steal this was like one of the biggest things they've ever done just on that little bit of research. Right. And, and really caused that needle to move for their clients. So um, I think, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just a matter of just giving them giving them the right information and tools of doing that. I mean, it's so it's, it's like everything. It's like anything that's ever successful. It's so fucking obvious. Right. You know, but sometimes just pulling that thread out of these conversations out of these surveys or out of these studies is really the, the 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 way you kind of find that out, right? Which, uh, but at the end of the day, you always go, "Of course it is. Of course those are the three things, right?"
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the the reason I ask that is because there's probably uh, there's a lot of truth to that. What I wonder about is let l- let me see if I could frame this the right way. Let's say you went and interviewed mm-hmm. ten thousand real estate agents, okay, and you asked them. Of the people in your MLS, right, say of the 10, whatever, 30,000 agents in your MLS, right, what percentage of them would you say are competent professionals? What do you think the yeah, agents answer that's, to that uh, would be? That would be pretty rough. It, it would likely be somewhere in the 15 to 20% range, maybe. What do you think? What do you, how do you think the agents right. would answer that question? I'd say it's maybe, we'll call it twenty percent Yeah, I would probably agree with you. Right? So in the agent's perspective, 80% of agents in their MLS are incompetent. And yet, consumer works with them. What that says to me is, okay, then the consumer got incompetent, shitty service, right? 80% of the time. Does that change the perspective after they've been through a transaction? Now the ones that that had a competent realtor who really knows what what she's doing, I I could that's me. I'm one of those people, right? Every realtor I've yeah. used has been amazing, and I'm like, I have a real positive impression. I would never, you know, I would always use a realtor. I get that, but I do wonder if I had a really incompetent realtor, I had a terrible experience, a lack of communication, right? Terrible negotiations, paperwork not being done, would I have a different perception? I think I would. I really do. And you go on social media, you go on Reddit, you go on Twitter. You'll see these consumers pipe up from time to time. It's like my agent never calls me, doesn't tell me anything. I'm gonna sue my agent. All this shit. And I'm like, don't tell me those people have a positive impression. So the what's the Venn diagram when you look at professionals say eighty percent of other agents are incompetent, and consumers who say I love my agent. Yeah, like, I think, the, I think
0: know, yeah, I think I think what, I think to- what we yeah, it go it flips the other way though. So you get twenty percent of the agents are doing eighty to ninety percent of the business,
1: right? 80% so, deals, so, right, right, right. You're, you're, right? So, okay, good point. Yeah. very, very so, good point. You're yes, right. it's, a, it's it's it's
0: <laughs> it's really odd, but that, I think that's what's happening, right? Because the yeah. majority they're getting the business. Yeah, those yeah. those other eighty incompetents are you know are maybe not right. right. Um, so I think that's right.
1: So eighty percent of consumers are having a great experience the because top, they're being yeah, serviced by the twenty percent who of actually are doing competent. business, right? Yeah. Here we are. Well, I mean, you know that that leads that leads to certain policy conclusions, though, right? So going back to Greg as Mm. king of NAR for a week feels good. Clearly, you would then start making policies to drive eighty percent of realtors out of
0: business. I mean, again, we can go back to the raising the bar,
1: all that kind of stuff. I mean uh, oh, of course. And it's the same goddamn conversation we've been having for 40 years. Right. And then here's my the point that I would make though. If NAR, if the associations are unable or unwilling to do that, right? Knowing what we just talked about, knowing that 80% of agents probably should not be in business, but they're unable and unwilling to do that, at what point do you then have to say they've been taken over by curbstoners? Right.
0: Curbstoners? What do you what do you mean?
1: Right. At what point So, you know, the the origins of NAR, right? The very beginning, like in nineteen oh six, was that there are all these like unlicensed because there was no license at the time, right? All these unethical, shitty real estate agents were called curbstoners who go around and defraud people and cheat them and and realtors like this is bullshit. We need to come together as you know, professionals. Uh, but that, to me, that gives the, the connotation uh, that these
0: yourself. are nefarious people. Right. Um, not, not just, well, yeah, okay, weren't in this case, we're talking about incompetence. Yeah. Right. And I think there's a self correct. Like, and any vendor will tell you this. The, 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 the thing is, is that, that, that 80 to 85%, that, you know, and that there's a 20, 15 to 20% are doing the business. Yeah. It's a row. It's, it's a churn. Right. So it's like, they're almost, they're in and outs. So fast to the business, right? What is the stat? Thirty percent a year. Or so in a year, you've got it, sure. that that bottom eighty sure. percent is a brand new set, right? All new. Um, yep. So I, you know, I don't know if it's, you know, that might be part of it as well, right?
1: No, I, but I'm so I'm saying vendors or like brokerages, like look, they're they're in business, right? If they're going to sell to the the thirty percent that churn, the bottom eighty percent, that's their business. I get that. I'm saying, realtor associations. The fact that they seem unable and unwilling or whatever to make those policies at some point after a certain number of years you have to go maybe they're on the other side (laughs) you know what i'm saying maybe they're on the side of the incompetence at some point you have to be able to make that judgment right like you shall you shall judge a tree by its fruits okay well we've had 20 years raised up our conversation left right and center everyone agrees (laughs) 80% eighty percent of consumers have a great experience because the twenty percent that are competent are serving them. Twenty percent of consumers have a terrible experience because the eighty percent of the incompetence are serving them. Okay, at some point, then the realtor association have to go, "Hey, you know what, guys? Whatever the policies are, whatever it is that we do, we gotta eliminate the eighty percent." Yeah,
0: I mean, the, the, the trouble there, right. and I say this a lot. It's like it's 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 such an aspirational business, right? Um, and it's hard to kind of like police that aspirational, aspirational, you know, aspect of this, right. Of being such gatekeepers that, you know, of doing that. So it's, it's, it's not an easy problem. That's why it hasn't been solved. Right. I mean, where, where's that line you draw beyond the, the, you know, you take a a course for a week and pass a test. Right. I mean, sure,
1: sure. And I accept all that. Obviously, I know all the problems. I've been in all those rooms. I've had all those conversations. We both have for decades, for as long as we've both been in the industry. I get it. All I'm saying is at some point, you got to look at the results, right? Because it's a hard problem to solve. Okay, cool. It's a hard problem to solve. You've had 20 years to try and solve it. You haven't. So at some point, we have to go, maybe you're on the other side, right? I mean, I I think that's a fair judgment. And if you're, I'm sorry, if you're a realtor association, board member, executive, and you're hearing this and you think Rob's an asshole, I'm sorry. I find I'm an asshole, but at some point you have to go results speak for themselves and the results are you haven't done any of this. And we have 80% of agents out there who are incompetent, who are fucking up the 20% of consumers. (laughs) Right. And that's, I mean, but you know. Could you say, though, right now, that's
0: a broker issue? That's not an NAR issue, right? I mean, you don't want NAR making those uh, type no, of I, things, I, right?
1: You, no, I do. And here's why. Brokers don't have a code of ethics. Brokers don't have this mission statement that says we're going to raise professionalism. NAR does. I think you change your mind do. on
0: that. I, I, I think I've been in, in conversations, arguments, whatever you call them, where you were always saying... The broker is responsible. They they're the ones that should be making these things. Not not NER shouldn't be dictating their their employ, uh, employee. I think you're confusing me with a okay. different.
1: Yeah, I think you're confusing me with a different Rob Han. Right, I'm gonna have to go back
0: <laughs> in our. I'm gonna have to go back in our industry no, relations no. podcast and like find this sure. the snippet oh. that next time I can click on my button and it'll say the same. It'll say those things.
1: Sure. All, all Look, I, at the end of the day, the brokers are responsible for recruiting and training and management and supervision, all of that. I get that. All I'm, My point, though, is that brokers are out there to make money. Brokers are out there to be a business. And if being profitable means I go recruit a whole bunch of unproductive agents who are incompetent, but they're going to pay me whatever, so I'm going to do it because I'm a business at the end of the day, I'm perfectly fine with right. that. That makes sense to me. Whereas realtor associations, on their charter, like their reason for existing is driving professionalism. So after twenty years of driving professionalism, resulting in what we have today, at some point you got to go. Are you are you really on the side right. of this? Right, and you could make all the excuses and you could point out all the reasons why it can't happen. Or cool, that's fine. I get all that. But they're, you know, after 20, 30 years, at some point, we're going to go yeah. you're it, on the other side.
0: And it's, it's tough also because the signals that you're getting, like, for instance, I, we've said this before, but last year, more people used a realtor than ever before, right? So if, if you think about, like, forget all the stuff yeah. we're talking about, but if you're looking at ma- metrics, you're looking at KPIs, like, are the number of people in the United States using a realtor less or more? And if you just—it's yeah. more, more. So it's like, okay, again, yeah. what do we have to do here? But what, what, what's what's wrong? What's wrong second, with this equation? I, I don't things. think so. I mean, if if, if
1: well, Greg, no, no, no. But I mean, that's, that's things, there's a factor. I mean, right? it's not a factor. And here's why: what we just said was, eighty percent of consumers have a good experience because they're working with the twenty percent of competent realtors. Okay. The total number of people who used realtors has increased. Great, eighty percent of them used a competent realtor. No one has a problem with that. I'm <laughs> saying you used a competent realtor who gave you the right advice, who did the right thing, fulfilled the fiduciary duty, kept you informed, and made the the, the transaction as painless as possible. No one has a problem with this, right? But when you have that increase and twenty percent of the consumers worked with an incompetent realtor and had a really bad experience. No, Like I, that's the, it's going to yeah, expand I, the same again, way, right? I, I'm
0: thinking I'm, I'm, a, I'm a store. I, I'm a company. I sell a product and my product was, mo- it was used yeah. m- the most ever
1: last year. That's a, that's a good sign. Yes. Okay. Yes. What if, what if you're a company and your product is, we sell professionalism
0: more people are buying my product. So that's a good thing, but they're well, not, hey, they did. That's what they I'm they actually use that product more than ever last year.
1: No, I, but yeah, no, of course, your product. No, I'm CMA, talking about. I, a, I get it. It's I'm a, saying, any product, company. You know, to me, Nars
0: product is is real estate agents, right? They want
1: Nars. Yeah, product. they want they want agents? more.
0: They want. Pe-
1: Isn't that a problem? Hold on.
0: They want people who are buying or selling houses to use their product, which is a realtor, right? And more people did that last year than ever before. That's a positive signal, right? I, I don't know how you can, I, I don't know oh how you God. could like debate that.
1: Okay. No, I guess the debate is if you say that NAR's, NAR's product is realtors. It's a national association quality, of what, Rob? Right? Oh,
0: okay. Thank the you realtors. very much. Thank you. Thank you very yeah. much. That's right. It's not the, national, it's a, it's it's not the associ- national association of, you know, of, of, of picture frames or the na- national association of.
1: Uh, so you're just completely ignoring the fact that national association of realtors, not national association for realtors, right. It's its entire mission statement is professionalism.
0: Okay. And.
1: It's lobbying the, and professionalism. No, no, That's there's, its entire there's mission a lot statement. of, That's a lot of
0: things that they're trying to promote um, through that. But I mean, they're, they're, their vessel is the realtor.
1: Do I have to pull up the preamble? Their vessel I mean, what do I have all. to do here? Are you really debating with me that the mission statement of a realtor association is to have higher levels of professionalism?
0: Their vessel and all that is the realtor. All that is supposed to be in <clears throat> that vessel that is a realtor, okay? And more people are using them than ever before. And I'm just saying that's...
1: Uh, Again, again, you, I, you're you're a slippery <laughs> one on this issue. Are you disagreeing? Will you agree that the mission statement of realtor associations is to have higher levels of professionalism? Uh, of course, yes. Okay, so then the product has to be higher levels of professionalism. That
0: is, they, they have those those um, ethics those. You know those uh, criteria, so that their product is better, right? That that their product will be used, that their product will be adopted. You can't,
1: dude. You can't say the product is realtor no matter how shitty, and then say your mission statement is to have professionalism. Your product has to be professional, high quality, competent. Okay, realtor. but
0: again, how do you measure that 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 you're successful in that? I would say you measure that that is being successful by is the market using them is the market using them right that's how
1: and w- right and what we said is 80 percent of the market uses them 20 okay. percent okay, use the 80 percent or incompetent it, then if your product is okay. professional you need to stomp out the 80 percent that are creating 20 percent i'm, I mean, I'm, I'm with like i want more
0: professional incompetent agents absolutely but i'm saying that it is a weird it is an interesting
1: that's, signal Right. So you're, hold on a second. Okay, fine. You want more competent professional agents. Whose job is it to create professional competent agents? Whose mission statement says we create more competent and more professional real estate agents?
0: Well, again, it's, uh, that is, if you want to be a realtor, it would be, you know, that, that would be the NARs. Yes.
1: Right. Right. So presumably if NAR were living up to its mission and its product identity, only 20% of real estate agents in the country would have a realtor designation.
0: Well, again, is it is it um <laughs> just try. Oh, 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 no. I gotcha! I gotcha! Got you. No, you didn't give me you. no you didn't give me let me just let me just put this in there. Again, going back to the aspirational thing. Yes, NAR has these criteria that they want their agents to reflect, but it's an aspirational thing. It's something they want. Some people will reach all those things and some people will not. Okay. And they've got to, they've got to hopefully have the people that are actually doing transactions are, are, are going to do that because we think that they're more competent. And I'm just saying that currently right now, right. As a signal from the market is NAR doing their job. And that is, you know, Putting out a product, and I know you hate that word. That more people want to no, use.
1: The answer is no. Can I finish. I, can, the answer is no. Greg, the answer can, is can no. Because here's why. No, you can't because because you're 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 trying to weave this <laughs> stupid ass story no. without acknowledging the flaw. Okay. The so we, central we can flaw. just interrupt each other without letting the other person no, say they, their thought. Well, I, I... <laughs> like we don't do that before. Oh my God, mommy and daddy are fighting. <laughs> Listen, you just said it's aspirational. Yeah, right. It's a, it's a, okay. I agree. Okay, I agree. You can't be aspirational when everybody has it. Everybody? Everybody? One point five million. We just agreed eighty percent of them should not it's be. Not everybody, business. but yeah, yeah. One point five million out of two million if it really were 20% that only 400,000 people would have the realtor designation, that would be aspirational. The other 80% could have wannabe realtor designations. They could have the aspirational realtor designations. And if that were the case, I would agree with you. When usage of realtors, the 400,000 is going up, cool, and they are succeeding. When use of realtors with everybody having the designation, even though it's, to your point, it's aspirational, and we just agreed 80% of them aren't living up to it, then that, that's a failure. But, it's the exact uh, no, opposite no, no. of what so, you're talking look about. Look at
0: it this way. Like, okay, I'm joining this organization. This organization has these guidelines and these rules and these 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 aspirational things that they want me to do. And um and that's and I'm 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 gonna try to do that. I'm gonna try to espouse that, right? But I'm either too busy. I'm either not focused. I'm either whatever else, and whatever it is, mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. reaching that level of doing mm-hmm. that. And and therefore the the side effect of that is I'm not doing any business, right? But the people that are doing mm-hmm. that that are following those things are doing business, right? So it's not like you mm-hmm. can it's like you can't just throw the baby out with the bathwater. I mean, you have to be there to have that light that people want to go to 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 aspire to. Okay, hold I, on hold on so far right now it's so far right now in that model they have now the NAR has now more people are using their members than ever before all right so we're not there yet mm-hmm. right we don't have perfect whatever we may never have it but the model you could you could argue the model isn't that broken right now right I mean it's huh? it's that broken it's that say broken. it's not it's real bro- simple, it could right? it could be that it's not broken no Wow. Well, because more people I, are why? using them. If if, if it was broken, then you would, that's a clear signal that, okay, things are freaking wrong here, right? There's less people using realtors than
1: ever before, right? Then then you could really. Yeah, dude, you're, mix, you're, you're mixing you're, shit up you know. to make some point that it can't be made. It's real simple. Again, go step back to, yeah, I, you know, I joined this organization and I aspire, I want to do the right things, but I'm busy, I'm lazy, I'm stupid. So I actually don't do any of those things. You know what? How about this? you don't get to call yourself a realtor. How about that? How about, how about like, you know, it's aspirational. One day you will reach this for now, because you're not doing those things. You don't get to call yourself a realtor. Right. And what would be wrong with that?
0: Right. This, this goes into our whole thing. I mean, um, uh, of the number of dues paying members. Does that matter for NAR? And I would say yes, because, That gives them capital. That gives them to do everything they're doing. So this might be a, um, what do they call that? A uh, uh, lesser evil in a sense of like.
1: No, I I think you would have to call it a betrayal of your ideals in order to make money.
0: (laughs) The black and white world of Rob Because
1: the other way, hold on. Because the other way they could have done this is the way that like say CCIM does it. You could have said, hey, you know what? 80% of you guys are realtor applicants. 80% of you guys are junior realtors. You guys are realtor wannabes. You're realtor apprentices. You're not a realtor yet. Twenty percent of you who have proven you are now master realtors. You are now truly a realtor. They could have done that. And by the way, you gotta pay dues as a as a realtor applicant. Right? You don't pay those dues, then you don't you don't even get to be an applicant. You're just a real estate agent. Have you have fun. They can't even do that. Yeah,
0: there's something in that model. I, I kind of like, I mean, I, I wasn't aware of that, but that there is something there like you have to have done X in order, I mean, you know, all the standard stuff. Or, right, whatever all the standard things.
1: You, have, you have to go through an oral exam. You have to be questioned by a panel of master realtors as to your knowledge and competence and customer service Is this, is this the, the Jedi Council and, here with the Padawans and the... Yeah, yeah why not? Why not? Why not? What would be so wrong with that after 20, 30, 40 fucking years of this spinning the wheel and pretending, oh, there's nothing we can do and blah, blah, blah. And I do. I do. I do like that. I I do like that.
0: There's a model there of a junior realtor versus a full realtor, whatever the, whatever the nomenclature you're kind of saying before. Um, there's something
1: to that. Realtor apprentice, realtor journeyman, master realtor. I mean, I've, in order to become master realtor you have to get interviewed by a council of master realtors who examine your transactions ask you all kinds of questions and they'll be like hey you know what you you are qualified welcome to right. master or, realtor you know it
0: race. could be just a number of like keeping transactions what? in a a scorecard or something i mean you know
1: but I'm saying it can, you can do it best right. beyond just transaction count, right? You could be like, oh, I see in this transaction, you really service this consumer you know, to, to this extra level and the consumer is super happy and they're, your sellers and buyers are writing you recommendation letters. I have never had a better experience than with Beth because, oh my God, Beth went the extra mile and I felt so taken care of. Cool. Welcome. You're a master realtor. No, Even and it though you is, only it do is six a- transactions a year- Every transaction you do is at this incredible level I mean, I've always thought that, like, you
0: know, the, these designations we have in the industry, like BCA and the FBO, and the, it's it's oh my god, it's it, there's it's just money making scams. A lot of it scams. is, but I mean, I mean, you're what you're proposing, which I again, I'm I'm really liking, is like you know, these are you know, these are something clear that a realtor can kind of communicate with their client. Well, you know, and they could also like say it in in a non-disparaging way. Well, yeah. I mean, I know you met with, with Vicky early on. I mean, she's a designated one. I'm, I'm full. I'm at a three. Um, Vicky's great, but you know, let me tell you about what it takes to be a designation three realtor. I mean, that's a great, that's a, that's a great pitch. And that also gives Vicky, you know, she wants to be there so nobody can kind of say I'm, She's level three and I'm level one and there's a step, there's a, there's a process to go there. I I like that. I I like, I like what, I'm smelling what you're cooking, Rob. Yeah. Thank you. Well, no, I think you're wrong on the other point. I mean, I think I still, you know, (laughs) more people are using realtors. So something's, something's working right. But, you know, I I get what you're saying.
1: No, more people are using real estate agents. And we just agreed 80% of those realtors should not be realtors. So you can't really, I mean, you know. Okay. That's all anyway i can't believe we dragged out it's that almost an hour little oh, fucking thousand watt research <laughs> into a raise the bar conversation no, I, that goes I think hour. which
0: i think <laughs> i think we uh, i mean again i uh, i'm i'm i don't know how we do it but i mean we pull in these kind of conversations we pull something out and i think we pulled something out here with this yeah. what you're talking
1: about All right, cool. I'm, I'm glad you... Yeah. So look, I know a lot of people are probably real pissed off at me, but all I'm getting at is just go to... Get rid of all these stupid ass designations and make realtor that designation, right? And figure out a way where only like 10 to 20%, the truly competent, you know, representatives out there that they can carry the realtor flag and everybody else gets to be realtor apprentice, realtor journeyman, realtor applicant, whatever you want to call it. Right. And all those people get paid dues. All those people have to comply with all the rules, but you don't get realtor until you've reached that level. And all of your peers, the other love master it. realtors in your market, all acknowledge Rob, you that's, as one that's of, really one
0: of good stuff, man. I, I I love that. I love that.
1: Cool. Cool. All right. All right. Let's, yeah, let's yeah. leave it there. Cause we ended <laughs> on a high note. <laughs> hey uh thanks to everybody for listening up to us uh, argue and debate cuz guess what through oh, that debate, you know, we do this all the time we came I, to I love these kind of
0: conversations <laughs> so that's good yeah, yeah and yeah. looking for and looking right. forward to my sake soon